Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Baghdadi Audio Experience. This is your host Ak again with another episode. Um, probably this might be a very difficult one because it took some time for uh, us to generate or probably um, get information about this. It's very difficult. So today we are talking about something really very important and. This is death of chivalry, as the episode says. I'm not just gonna sugarcoat any of this, but uh, I'm gonna put it out straight on the table for you guys, and I leave it to you how you per- uh, like perceive or form an opinion about it. That's that's totally up to you, and I'm fine if you don't agree with this. That's quite all right. This is my take on chivalry and the death of chivalry, part one. So in this episode, we are basically going to look at what chivalry is, how it came to existence, and all that kind of stuff. So let's have a quick, quick. I, I don't think it's going to be a recap or something, but then again, for the layman terms out there, we're going to have to portray the definition purpose of it and uh, in the next episode or in this episode itself we'll see how it goes so let us begin coming to the definition of chivalry i had to go through seven or eight different variations of it chivalry or the chivalric code as it's defined is uh, it's like a code of conduct, especially assigned to men in the medieval Christian institution of knighthood. According to Wikipedia, with knight being members of the various chivalric orders. Which means it uh, the knights were considered to be uh, men with immense masculinity, gentleman-like behavior, and were governed by chivalrous codes at the same time. And this idea was popularized in medieval literature, particularly the literal cycles known as the Matter of France, relating to the legendary companions of Charles Mange and his men-at-arms, the Paladins and the Matter of Britain, informed by Geoffrey of Monmont's Historia Regium Britanniae, which was written in uh, somewhere around like 1130s, which popularized the legend of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. And this is historical accurate information. This is not just something I came across with. (laughs) I don't want to be questioned for it. But then again, I have to be very specific and accurate with the information, considering what we are achieving here. And not just that, uh, chivalrous people, the knights that were looked upon, these people are very kind, so, seems to be very strong people to be looked up to and all that kind of thing, which was like, oh, and ladies used to go crazy for chivalrous men. And they were like, oh, this, the knight in shining armor, you know, the, that, that thought of the knight in shining armor, it came, this term exists because of chivalry. If chivalry did not exist in any particular timeline in history, the knight in shining armor 
would never have existed. In terminology, chivalry means horsemanship, which was formed in old French during around the 10th or the 11th century. I don't remember quite probably where I read it. Um, and it's, it's, it's a nominative plural form of the term cabalarius. It's a French word, by the way. Which means a man of aristocratic standing and probably of noble ancestry who is capable, if called upon, of equipping himself with a war horse and the arms of heavy cavalrymen and who has been through certain rituals that make him what he is. And hence comes the English proverb, I, if I'm not wrong, manners maketh man. I like that. I like that. I like that. Manners maketh man. That is exactly, exactly. Hmm. And I think I think there are parts of it uh, written in uh, in the Christian culture, the traditional Christian culture, uh, chivalry. I've heard I've heard a lot of heard about it. Mm, some I I'll just just read out this Ten Commandments of Chivalry. Historian Leon Guatzer has written the Ten Commandments of Chivalry back in 1891, ladies and gentlemen. The first one says, Thou shalt believe all that church teaches and thou shalt observe all its directions. Number two, thou shalt defend the church. Number three, thou shalt respect all weakness and shall constitute thyself the defender of them. Number four, thou shalt love the country in which thou wast born. Number five, thou shalt not recoil before thine enemy. Nice one. Number six, thou shalt make war against the infidel without cessation and without mercy. Number seven, thou shalt perform scrupulous thy feudal duties if they be not contrary of the laws of God. Number eight, thou shalt never lie and shalt remain faithful to thy pledged word. Number nine, thou shalt be generous and give largies to everyone. Like, yes, see, I, I don't think so. What, what does it mean? I'm just reading these commandments, by the way. Largis, okay. Number 10th and the last one, thou shalt be everywhere and always the champion of the right and the good against injustice and evil. Literally defining masculinity in short 10 terms uh, by historian Leon Guazia. You can check it up. Uh, there's a lot of things written by him and... Uh, it is a really eye-opener if you believe in genuine masculinity. And King Arthur has been heavily, heavily related to chivalry. And it was during the Europe, European Middle Ages that was too often presented as a civilizing and stabilizing influence in the turbulent Middle Ages. And that really defines a lot of things if you go to see and read about it. And there was there, there was a lot, lot going around it. Like these chivalrous men were men of God. They believed in God. They believed in helping out people. They were the most trusted amongst men. And the commoners used to look up to them. 
the modern commoners not modern commoners like commoners like villagers or people at the town at the kingdom they used to look up to these chivalrous men and i want to be like that knight yeah exactly exactly and that is exactly why this happened this is very important to know about chivalry and there are a lot of refresh uh, references in history about chivalry that really gives us uh, the information about how this came up to be and this really defines you know and it's a, it's a very motivating factor especially when you are a genuine masculine man when you are a genuine masculine man this is exactly what defines what you need to do and when you term it with modern technology you you can you can you can start by building your physique by going to the gym you can be good towards others kind respectful be there for people that need help etc that will really really make you stand out you're not supposed to be the biggest guy out there you're not supposed to be the guy that could take on 10 different men but you need to be someone that stands for what he believes in a man of god to be precise absolutely and now next up we're going to look at the decline we we got we got with the meaning right we got with the meaning and then i'm not going to go and be a historian here and see the rise of chivalry and all that stuff right now but then again we're getting a basic understanding how it came into existence and why is it seem to be a really really uh, why was it not is was it was it was not is it was seem to be a very genuine way to understand the best of men in my culture the best of men are the people who treat their women with respect and same goes for the women as well women chivalry in women why why does it exist why should i'm talking about chivalry in women chivalry in women is supposed to understand the behavior of a man who's being respectful kind and nice not for the sake of getting anything in return but just he feels that it is his responsibility to be chivalrous because he was raised right he was raised by a woman who took the time to make him that way exactly because a man most of his life he is connected with his mother more than his father for obvious reasons and now we're going to discuss as we have understood in uh, in the next last uh, 10 minutes the definition of chivalry how it came to be and how it changed over time in a very short note as it's usually said but it's not that short though now we're going to look at the criticism of chivalry which is something that we need to look upon because there are there have been uh, people in history that uh, that say that it's very obnoxious to be a chivalrous man because it seems as harmful 
and uh, it's 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 quite in agreement to so many so-called chivalrous principles and guides to behavior but they toy with us to intend us to romanticize the chivalric chivalric aspect of your behavior as a man which i don't think it makes any kind of sense in a short story published in 1899 the passing of grandison african american writer charles w chestnut lampooned the pretentious pretensions of southern us chivalry including its adherent obsequious admiration of those above them on an imaginary social ladder their pedestaling of white womanhood and anachronistic expectation that men perform nightly duties to earn a woman's hand in marriage and more certainly their blindness to the reality of perceptive acuity among those whom they consider hopelessly unintelligent that is the enslaved trying to defame has been a thing since the past for a lot of people doing so in my culture where i come from we were created in pairs so being being a very good person all in all in and out being a knightly person with chivalrous behavioral aspects to earn a woman's hand in marriage i don't think that's wrong that is exactly the way it should be rather than just going on and say oh i like you oh let's go for a date oh we're dating for 6 months and then one day you wake up and say i don't feel like it he's got lot of red flags oh shut up shut the hell up if that is going to be the criticism that you're going to give that is exactly what i don't like about people they only support things until those things or individuals support them and history has been the biggest biggest witness history and time ladies and gentlemen history and time a man should be able to show so much more in order to be respected which really takes the wind out of your sail when you go to think about it which is really 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 bad people throughout history have always done this and hence you know there was a time uh, like probably 10 15 years ago when i used to think oh you should be a chivalrous person i heard it from a lot of women i heard it from a lot of people even my grandfather used to tell me this but the difference what my grandfather told me that you be a chivalrous person people especially women will not consider you as a possible suitor the reason being is you are not a symbol of status for them irrespective how much money you have or what you do or whatever if they can't make their friends jealous it's a natural thing for a woman but then again there's a difference a traditional feminine biological woman will always understand that you are working hard you are the provider and protector you're good with your behavior not just with your woman 
but with everybody else around you you think clearly you are god fearing you are someone who is a man of god and she will always be there around irrespective that is exactly what is missing in this society that we live in i know a lot of people will be say oh why are you saying this against women this is not against women this is factual data go down the lane in history 10 15 years ago the same women who were 20 years of age at that time were partying and fooling now they are looking for good men out there but all the good men got taken away why they got taken away because when god sent them good chivalrous kind generous men generally genuinely hard working ready to put their body on the line to be there and saw potential in this women the women walked all over that person took whatever she can and left him for the dead and made him someone that he never was which is frightening if you think about it that is absolutely frightening if you think about it think about all those nice guys who always hold the held the door for the woman that they thought with the purest of intentions to spend life with them ended up getting walked over overwhelmed just because they felt like it they think we don't have any emotions they say we don't have any emotions because they killed it they killed it obnoxiously obnoxiously killed it there is isn't going to be anything that you know you can you can discriminate or anything as of such because as men we keep what we get we don't have the choice only 1% amongst us have the choice not all of us but whatever we do as men we ensure that we always be there for people even if they don't respect us because that is exactly how god made us but there's going to be a time when god will ask questions to these people why did you treat the best of my men who treated you well as trash and they will not have the answer to this and when they don't have the answer to this then they will realize what kind of mistake they have made when it's too late to comprehend or compensate that is exactly why that is exactly why when god sends towards you a nice person whether it be male or female doesn't matter keep them finders keepers people take advantage till the time they want to and walk all over them and leave them for the dead stating then different things there have been a lot of things in the society out there a lot of changes a lot of betrayals in terms of relationships between men and women irrespective of what happens 
men suffer they always do but we take it like a man because we know at the end of the day there's no there's going to be nobody except us so we got to embrace the pain and do what we can and just walk it off so i think that is it for part 1 it's been a very emotional ride where uh, and and it's been a long journey in time to, uh, trying to get the info right onto these episodes there um and also taking into consideration a lot of other things and that is exactly what we have portrayed here please do let us know if you like this episode and uh, if you back to differ the difference that's totally up to you that's fine with us not an issue we do respect every culture and stuff every person has the way they are but this is something which is factual that we are going to go ahead and portray in the coming of the next few episodes out there and uh, hopefully you find this informative and please don't forget to share like subscribe do take care of yourself and until see you next time take care cheers